Britain's Best Loaf 2022, hosted by our sister publication British Baker, is now open for entries. The competition is open to professional bakers who are encouraged to enter their creations in six categories gluten-free, innovation, plain sourdough, sourdough with other ingredients, white and whole grain. Every loaf entered will be put through its paces by a panel of industry experts and scored on external appearance, internal structure, aroma and taste. Winners will be chosen in each of the categories before going head-to-head on 25th of April at the Farm Shop and Daily Show being held at NEC Birmingham to single out the ultimate champion. We chat to Amy North, editor of British Baker, to find out more about the competition, along with her insight into the UK's bread industry and the trends expected to pop in 2022. British Baker hosts a number of awards. Are these well supported? Um, Absolutely. Um, We're very grateful for the level of support we have from our sort of sponsors and also the industry. Um, So we've got the Baking Industry Awards, which is our sort of big event and commonly known as sort of the Oscars of the baking industry, um, Mm -hmm. which just sort of a mini plug is taking place on um, Thursday, 20th of October this year. Um, And then we've obviously got sort of what we're here to talk about today, which is Britain's best life. Um, so this year, I mean, we've got sort of six sponsors in on this. Um, and we find that with all of our um, sort of events and competitions that you can really tell people are engaged because just from sort of the level of entry that we get and sort of the quality of entries as well. Um, and also sort of the reaction when people win. Um, mm-hmm. think, you know they really and we'll come on to that later I'm sure but they really go for it in terms of being like look we've won this amazing accolade from a trusted brand and I think it really means means a lot to people in the industry. So why the focus specifically on braids? I mean there's so many different bakery products out there. There are and while I would love to eat my way through sort of the nation's <laughs> best donuts um <laughs> But the, the reason we're celebrating speciality bread with Britain's Best Loaf is is because it's really a thing of beauty. Sort of some of these loaves take three days to create and the level of sort of hard work that goes into that and craftsmanship um, is, is second to none. So this is all about shouting, offering sort of these um, often smaller operators sort of an opportunity mm-hmm. to put forward their loaves and um, get them out to a, wi- a wider audience, which traditionally they've operated in very small areas so beyond sort of your local customers people might not know sort of how amazing your products are so can anybody enter um you have to be a professional baker to enter mm-hmm. um and given the name britain's best loaf you would need to be in britain um right. to, to do that but other than that there's sort of no um criteria on sort of what sort of businesses enter so we get businesses you know from sort of very small micro bakeries that maybe just sort of sell their loaves at sort of the local market or something like that to sort of very established larger craft bakeries um, and we've even had sort of a couple of sort of more manufacturing businesses enter as well so it's literally open to anyone as long as you meet the various criteria for the categories um, so there are six categories you've got white whole grain plain mm-hmm. sourdough sourdough with added ingredients innovation and gluten-free 
So, for example, if you were entering the one of the sourdough categories, it would have to be just made with sourdough, no sort of baker's yeast. So there are a few sort of criteria relating to um, things like that. But generally, you know, we're sort of open to everyone. Where can people find out more about these criteria? So it's all on um, our dedicated website, britainsbestloaf.co.uk. So on there, it's sort of a fairly straightforward website to follow. You literally hit the landing page. There's a giant button that says enter your loaf here. Um, And then when you go into that, there's sort of an explanation of what the categories are, if there's any sort of um, weight restrictions for them. Um, mm-hmm. And then sort of a little bit more information on um, sort of things like the, the sourdough okay. um, and, and so on. You mentioned you've got six sponsors. Yes. Who are this year's headline sponsors? Sure. So we all of our sponsors for Britain's Best Loaf are equal. So there's no sort of one headline sponsor. Everyone is supporting us um equally okay. um, so so the sponsors I'll just run through them alphabetically so we've got ADM, Baco, mm-hmm. Brook Food and Bakery Equipment, Delice de France, Food Paper and Le Staff UK and Ireland. When does the judging take place? So the judging takes place at the Farm Shop and Deli show um, which is on Monday the 25th of April. It all takes place live so if you've entered or even if you're just sort of curious about what's happening on the day, you can um, come along and watch sort of all these products being judged. Um, so it's quite exciting to see because um, as someone who's been a bystander for a couple of years and then also actively involved in the judging um, for a couple more, you do see the the bakers that have entered their low sort of like eagerly stood at the sidelines, just sort of looking for a reaction, trying to see if they've, you know, how the judges have received their loaves. So it's it's a really nice sort of sense of community. And I think that builds, you know, sort of conversation um, and so on. And it also means that everyone can see sort of how the judging takes place. So, you know, it's fair and, you know, sort of a trustworthy process. Can you tell me a little bit more about the criteria the judges are going to be looking for? Every single loaf that is entered into Britain's Best Loaf is judged against four criteria. So you've got external appearance, which is all about how the loaf looks. You know, mm-hmm. does it look, look nice? Would it be appealing to a customer to pick off a shelf? Then we look at the internal structure, which is all about the bake, the proof, you know, right. has ever, has it been mixed well um, and so on. And, you know, we have former winners and sort of industry experts in our judging panel. And honestly, they can just sort of look at a loaf and go, that's underproved. Um, <laughs> or sort of cut into it and say that's you know beautifully baked and I'm always in awe of them just going how do you know that just by looking yes. um, but it's it's sort of their level of knowledge is is sort of amazing um, then we also judge the aroma so there's a lot of people sniffing bread at Britain's Best Loaf <laughs> uh, <laughs> always results in some um, interesting photos at the end I find I did uh, make mine my LinkedIn profile picture because I thought it was funny um, <laughs> and then of course you've got the um, the taste so every loaf you know we assess it whole then we cut into it um, unless it's already sliced look at the internal structure sniff it and then taste it um, and sort of all of those things are given a mark out of 10 um, and then for the innovation category we also judge it 
on judge the loaves on whether or not they're innovative. Um, So some of that comes down to sort of the judges market knowledge, what's interesting, what's happening there. And then also, obviously, as part of the entry criteria, there'll be sort of um, entrants are able to provide a little bit more information about why that loaf would be considered innovative. So I suppose one thing that's important to note is that all of these loaves are judged blind, Mm -hmm. as in we don't know who's made them until the end. Um, So there's sort of, you know, no favouritism towards a certain bakery or anything anything like that and we've um sort of lee smith at poppy seed bakery he's won four times overall um and that's sort of really shows the quality of his, his loaves because nobody knew it was his loaves going in until that's literally easy. sort of we've chosen the winner and then the people in our events team come over and say okay what code did the loaf that has won have and then they right. sort of, then we reveal it so um, it's always really exciting when they're sort of like, oh, it's this bakery. And you're like, oh, I know them. They're really good and sort of <laughs> sort of really, really pleasing. And occasionally get bakeries we've never heard of enter. Um, and it's always, you know, it's sort of a new relationship for us and um, a new bakery for our readers to learn about. So that's that's nice as well. Can you mention some of the judges? Um or is no, it a secret panel? It's not a. It's not a secret. We just don't have the confirmed list yet. Um, okay. We're still we're still chasing a couple of others. Um. So I can't sort of give any extra details at the minute. We'll but, we'll update that when when you've got the the sure. final list. Normally we have sort of former winners. So for example, um, last year's the previous year's winner would always be invited to join us on the panel. Um, we've got a couple of um, sort of beloved industry experts who pretty much always join us and um, and then sort of the sponsors get a representative each. Um, okay. So that's sort of how that works out. But we're yeah still finalising the judges. Being an award winner obviously <laughs> comes with a lot of kudos, mm-hmm. um, but there are other benefits too. Can you tell me more? There are. So as you said, there's a lot of kudos. Um, If you win, you get a trophy to sort of proudly display in your bakery for sort of Mm -hmm. all your staff and customers to see, which is always really nice. Um, But besides um, sort of from that, we've had winners in the past tell us the fact that their sales have risen as a result of winning. Um, And in some cases, that might be just because, you know, you get coverage in the local press, sometimes national press, and also in British Baker. So more people hear about your bakery and go to visit the bakery. Um, right. And last year's winner, Joe's Bakery, which won for a prune and cardamom, cardamom sourdough. Um, right. They said, so they made some sort of big posters and they put them up in their shops and in the windows. And they said because of um, that, they had customers sort of venture um, and try some products that they wouldn't normally buy. So say you normally just nip in for sort of a plain sourdough, they'd come out with sort of one of the seasonal products, they'd expand their horizons and try new try new things that were on offer as well. So it sort of um, offers new, um, the opportunity to gain new customers and also um, to sort of encourage your existing customers to maybe try something that they wouldn't normally do. Obviously that's very retail focused. Our previous winner, um, Peter Cook's Bread, he won in that company won in 2020 um mm-hmm. he's a wholesale bakery so um we get we get sort of both sides of the um industry enter in that sense and um people have won sort of new listings or increased listings off the back of winning britain's best loaf so i think there's sort of some real 
sort of added benefits um, as alongside that. And in the in the past, um, Seasons Bakery, who is sort of up in in Yorkshire, he mm-hmm. um, Dan Nemeth said he he won sort of a couple of awards in 2020, and he said obviously given everything that had happened in 2020, receiving sort of the award for this was like a real thank you to his staff um yes. and was a real boost to, to staff morale so it's it's not all about you know new customers and so on it's about also appreciating you know the people that put all of this hard work and hours into into your business and making these loaves and sort of as a thank you to them as well how has the competition fared over the past two years so we've been very lucky in the sense that it has run for the past two years um Obviously, normally it's held at the Farm Shop and Deli Show, which is part of the UK Food and Drink Shows, um, run mm-hmm. by William Reed, who's our publisher. Um, right. But in 2020 and also in 2021, we still ran the competition. The only difference was that it was um, instead of having sort of a live audience to watch the judging, it was done behind closed doors um, okay. with the winners still being announced um, across our channels. Um, and so on so it was really nice you know we were lucky enough that um, we were able to run the first one in 2020 we were able to run that sort of socially distanced and so it was it was a different setup it was in sort of this big um, sort of hall you had sort of people two meters away at each end of the table and um, so on so it had a very different feel but ultimately the discussions were the same and you know we still found a worthy loaf at the end Um, and a similar thing in 2021 but it was held at at British Bakers headquarters in Crawley so it was really nice and we were really pleased to still be able to host these and and recognize these the bakeries behind the best loaves in Britain sort of in the middle of a pandemic. Fantastic so you're really looking forward to this year's event? Yeah I think it'll be really nice I think for, for the bakers you know it's nice to be sort of part of the journey um and obviously, so once the judging has taken place, the awards, um, the winners are announced on that day. So if you go there, you've entered your loaf, you've watched it judged, and then literally sort of a couple of hours later, you could be presented with a trophy in front of sort of your peers. Um, so I think that's re- that's really nice to get that recognition. And and from our point of view, it's it's just always lovely to sort of get out and be with the industry. Um, yes. Can you mention a few of the past winners and why they stood out? Sure. Um, so last year's Britain's Best Loaf was a prune and cardamom sourdough from Joe's Bakery. Um, mm-hmm. They're over in Bristol. Um, so that was entered into the sourdough with other ingredients category. And it just really shone through. Um, so sort of our judges were saying that... Um, from a technical standpoint like the proving was on point and the bake was perfect but it also being a seasonal loaf it had sort of rum soaked prunes in it and then sort of cardamom wow. as well and it had sort of a really Christmassy warming feel um, mm-hmm. so that really ticked a lot of boxes for us and it's actually the second year in a row that we've had a seasonal loaf win but also in 2020 we had another seasonal loaf win um, so this one was made by Peter Cook's Bread mm-hmm. um, and he won for a wild hops and barley loaf. So okay. that was originally entered in the innovation category. Um, and I think what really made that 
stand out was um, a obviously it ticked all of the boxes in terms of was a beautiful looking loaf, well baked, great aroma, great taste. But it also had a really lovely story behind it. I, I spoke to Peter Cook, the man behind the bakery, um, after he'd won and the inspiration for it came from he looked out sort of outside the bakery's door, which is nestled in the foot of the Malvern Hills. And there's just like wild hops growing. And so that sort of was the starting point for this idea. And then he had to develop, um, you know, how do you incorporate this hops flavour into the into the loaf without it being overpowering? So he made a tea from it, which was really interesting. So instead of water in the um, recipe, it was this hops tea. Um, and then he used um, sort of surf, like spent grains, so spent barley from a nearby microbrewery called the Hop Shed. Um, okay. The barley in the loaf. So, it, you know, it took like a sustainability um, point of view, like use of interesting ingredients and then like a really sort of locally produced and driven story behind it. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a real um, sort of standout that year. On the subject of bread, from mm-hmm. your standpoint as editor of British Baker, how well is the sector doing? Um, I think it's a mixed bag and would arguably depend on um, sort of how you classify the, the sector, um, mm-hmm. obviously, because you've got sort of the big boys in, in the retail industry. So we're looking at sort of, you know, Kingsmill, Hovis, Warburton's, um, and then you've got sort of the craft bakeries at the smaller end of the scale. Um, right. At the big end, we're very lucky that um, our sister title, The Grocer, does a top product survey, and which includes bread. So we can see there, if we're looking in sort of the major multiples and discounters, that sales sort of last year were down by um, nearly 4% wow. um, in bread. And a lot of that was driven by sort of two of the three major players. So Warburton sales were down 4%. Um, mm-hmm. and King's Mills were down 22%. Um, so I think there's sort of shift happening there. Um, however, Hovis was sort of an outlier of that um, sector and actually saw sales grow 4.3%. Um, so that's sort of an interesting contrast to, to the other two players. But I think one thing we've seen with Warburton's is that we know they are sort of focusing more on some of the bread alternatives, as it were. They've invested quite a lot of money in a thin bagel line. They're doing the same in crumpets. Um, mm-hmm. It's not to say they're pulling away from bread, but I think um, in the same way that you probably see with a lot of consumers, they, they're they diversifying the amount of baked goods that they eat. Um, right. You know, so bagels being one of them. Um, so I think that's an interesting thing that's happening. However, speciality bread is you know doing really well so we're t- that's why we're talking like sourdough loaves for capture think things like that I think there's a real appetite for that um, mm-hmm. particularly as you know a lot of them are inspired by sort of international flavors and remind people of holidays and so on with things that they've not been able to <laughs> have for a while so I think there's a real sort of growth there and as a result, we're seeing a lot more of the company sort of focus on this area and sort of drive con- consumer interest in it. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening in, in the, the retail sector. The craft bakery one is a bit harder to get view on just because 
obviously figures aren't reported in the same way but surveys from the craft bakers association shows that um consumers are still very interested in eating um, and buying bread from local bakeries and again there is sort of more of a demand for speciality breads such as sourdough um, and things that feel a little bit more special right um, but obviously they tend to come with a higher price point so i think it's about getting regardless of where you are in the marketplace it's about getting the balance right um in terms of your offering so you're meeting sort of the everyday staple need and then like the weekend specials need and what do you see the biggest trends being for this year so we do sort of our own big sort of analysis looking at the top baking bakery trends for, for 2022 um mm-hmm. and there's quite a lot in there but not all of them will be relevant to bread so for example one of the biggest flavors coming through is chocolate orange uh okay which yeah, i suppose you might see in some brioche or some sweeter rolls but generally right, you yes. you're not you're not going to see it in a sort of a traditional slice loaf i don't imagine so if we're looking at that market sustainability isn't going anywhere um and i think of the myriad of experts that we talked to nearly everyone mentioned sustainability as um a key trend for this year and although it has been building this isn't exactly sort of a groundbreaking revelation that sustainability is a top trend for 2022 the fact is there's sort of legislation coming in which means some of the bigger manufacturers are going to have to pay more attention to it um and i think it's sort of climbing up the agenda because of that it's no longer sort of a nice to have it's like an Mm -hmm. absolute essential for running your business more so on bread um fiber is still climbing the agenda and and i think it's a it's a difficult one because it's you know obviously intrinsically linked to gut health which me which naturally means it's just not a particularly sexy topic to talk about <laughs> um, so it's um but i think that's where bread can really make inroads um yeah. you know it it already is a source of fiber some of them are high in fiber depending on sort of the ingredients used um so it's sort of good news for bread in, in that sense and then at the smaller end of the scale in trends you've, you've got what we dubbed um, loyal to local so obviously when the pandemic hit supermarkets struggled to fill their shelves or people um you know there was panic buying and empty shelves for various reasons and and people did turn to sort of their local businesses to um you know help them get their groceries on a on a daily and weekly basis and um hopefully what we'll be seeing is sort of that trend continuing that people are still willing to support their local businesses and sort of buy buy from them but equally it requires businesses to then make sure that they're offering a range that their consumers want and um you know can offer it offer it in a way that consumers want to buy from them so that might be sort of a click and collect it might be local deliveries nationwide deliveries in some cases okay so is there anything more that you think that the industry can be doing to make it more relevant um i think it's about making sure that it's tapping into these consumer sort of consumption occasions um and sort of you know how do consumers want to eat bread what are they looking for um so obviously 
if you look back at when the pandemic first hit, sales of bread went through the roof because everyone was at home. So it was like you go back to having sandwiches and toasties for lunch and, you know, toast for breakfast and sort of that on the go side of things fell. So it's really about offering up sort of relevant and inspiring products as, you know, people venture back to the office. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I think that will play a big part of it. And then as we mentioned earlier about hitting those occasions. So, you know, are you tapping into the demand for speciality? How are you doing it? Are you telling the story behind your product? Are you meeting health requirements and um, sort of thing, things like that, really? Well, certainly one way to to get your bread out there and at the forefront of consumers' minds is to enter Britain's Best Loaf. How can a baker enter? Um, they simply have to go to our website, britainsbestloaf.co.uk. Um, mm-hmm. And when you get there, there's a big button that says enter um, right. and follow follow the steps. It's all quite straightforward um, and sort of it talks you through the whole process so yeah that's that's basically the way to go about it and then if there, anyone had any questions sort of I'm available and we have our um, lovely colleague Rebecca George who works on our events team to answer any questions around that as well but I'd definitely sort of encourage anyone that is interested to enter um, you know and hopefully reap the benefits of what winning can do. Mm-hmm.